0: back with episode 11 of season 3. Wow, I just blanked. I hope everyone's doing great today. I'm not going to be talking too loud because my voice is kind of bothering me. So it's going to be one of those like ASMR type dealios. (laughs) So of course, if you hear anything in the background, it's my sister because she is playing video games really loudly with her friends. Hopefully you don't hear too much because she's talking so much nonsense. And I texted her like, bro, shut up. I'm about to record. And of course, she did not even read my text yet. So whatever. And that is my mom clapping while she's watching tennis as if she's freaking watching it in person. So anyway. So one of the things I want to address from the start is that my workout game is much, much better. And now um, my main question is, is there ever a good time to go to the gym? So for the past week or so, any anytime I want to use an elliptical or something easier for my knees, there's never any machine available. And I have bad knees because I have a history of running and I usually run on the treadmill a lot or I used to back in the day and then go out dancing like a freak. So of course I have busted out my knees a little bit so they're not what they used to and I don't run anymore. Even sitting cross-legged for a time makes my legs hurt. Well, my knees hurt, not my legs. But my legs hurt because I went back to Pilates this week and I act like I shouldn't have been on the beginner calendar when I should have. (laughs) So, there's never a machine available to use anything else other than a treadmill. Like, every treadmill is available. Like, I need these people to please get off whatever machine they're on and let me use an elliptical or something. Something that's not a stair stepper, something that doesn't make me want to freaking die after being on it for 20 minutes. So it's like, hey, guys who like to do pre-workout, get on a treadmill and sweat all over that. Stop taking up machines. Like, and it's Crunch Gym. And they have a bigger section for like free weights and machines than they do for actual cardio machines, which is really frustrating because... The only reason that I would get on one of those machines is if I had a towel because that's what they suggest you do is bring a towel when you work out on them because now it's a cleanliness thing. So in order to get on a machine, I have to bring another piece of equipment besides my water bottle, my phone, because I like to listen to stuff, my AirPods and my keys. So that's my usual equipment that I bring in. I don't really feel like carrying extra shit. But it's just because it's so early in the morning that I'm, like, really not wanting to go to the gym in the first place. But I go anyway because I know it's good for you. Whoever thought of that, right? Yeah. Go work out. It'll be fun. Once you hit 30, it's like your metabolism drops. Unless you have, like, an overactive thyroid or what is it? Overactive, underactive? Who knows? I'm not a doctor. Whatever. Um so that that's my first grievance for the, for the episode is that, you know, pre-workout junkies need to get on treadmills first and then let us get on the ellipticals. Because I don't... At this point, when you work 1130 to 8, at 8 o'clock, you really don't want to be bothered with much. Like, I have my yoga mat now and I finally broke it in on Monday. And I went back to my Pilates joint because I didn't want to, I was trying to give myself a break from waking up earlier than I have to. So I figured it's easier to decompress after work by working out than it is, you know, waking up first thing in the morning, going to the gym and driving and feeling like you have to rush to get somewhere. So I always feel like I'm going to rush somewhere. So I've decided to calm down with that for a minute and just, you know, let myself relax in the evening a little bit and relax in the morning. So like yesterday was, um, legs. But here's my problem, okay? So I like this chick that does the blog a lot of shit, but she is very leg intensive. Like, a lot of her workouts have to do with jumping and hopping, and I understand that's part of cardio and everything, but you want me to jump, hop around, and then do squats for an hour afterwards. And it's like, dude, dude, not everybody's bodies are built like that. Not everybody's bodies are built to be jumping around and then doing squats for an hour. But... That's neither here nor there. That's not the case, I guess, for her. Because she's been working out since she came out of her mother's vagina. Which you can tell. Because she has that mentality of, don't let your diet keep you from working out and being healthy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but my diet consists of, like, pizza and everything. (laughs) Like, My stuff ain't healthy. Oh, my gosh. So, that's what I've done today. Oh, boy. I just looked at my Tamagotchi. And, yes, I have one. And there's, like, four poops on the screen. Hey, bro, you're not going to let me clean that up, you freaking jerk? Okay, so this is really stupid. So now I'm going to have to yell at this Tamagotchi because, uh, okay, uh, okay, what are we doing? What are we doing? It's, it's not, uh, it, anyway, this thing's pissing me off. I'm going to have to beat this thing up later. So it's, I learned something really important last week and it was a Friday. So as usual, everybody's jamming on a Friday. There's construction happening immediately to the right of me. There is a house that is legit, like, maybe three meters away. I don't know how many rulers that is, but there's, it's three meters away. So I can put three meters, well, was three meters, three yardsticks, probably less than that. I can probably put a couple of rulers together and touch this house next door. So um, these people next door... They're doing all the construction on this house. And I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is feeling like I'm in purgatory because I'm hearing the same music all day long. Essentially, that's what's happening. I heard the same um papa Mexican music all day long. I do not have a problem with that. But I'm not in like a Mexican restaurant where I'm about to be served a fajita or something. Like unless you're throwing like tacos my direction... I don't want to hear it. So it was a nice... They picked up like a freaking DJ-sized stereo or, you know, speaker or whatever and parked it in this house and it's just echoing because there's nothing really in there because it's still like... They just did the... They're doing the siding soon, I assume. But right now, it just looks like cinder blocks together (laughs) to form the shell of a house. So... The the music is echoing, and I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Like, all day Friday, I felt like I was stuck in the Twilight Zone because all you hear is the same music all day, and then finally it hits, like, 6 o'clock or whenever they stop. And you go, oh, my God, is that what silence sounds like? (laughs) Like, you don't know how happy you are when things are quiet until music stops playing or whatever noise in the background that's been buzzing all day stops finally. You never know how excited you are to greet silence. Like, I've never been so happy to greet silence this entire time. The dogs are barking in the background. It's fine. You guys will get over it. It was just so ridiculous and... It was loud and obnoxious and I was like, oh my God, like put some Luis Miguel on or some Mark Anthony or something like give, give a girl a break and friggin' play something worth listening to. So I can at least be entertained while I'm sitting here waiting for calls to come through. It's been a very suspicious couple days, people of people not calling in like today. I think I've had maybe 12 phone calls in an eight hour day. Like I had nothing. Then I get like two or three then I get nothing again, then I go on a 10-minute break, then I get nothing, and then I have my meal break, and then I have more nothing. Um, so it's a lot of, it was a lot of nothing going on these past few days since last week. And I think it has to do with the fact that, you know, payment due dates have come and gone already. So nobody's calling in really. And you know, April's coming around and it's tax season and everybody's requesting their 1098s, which is fine. But then you get people like I've had today, which was kind of silly because when I answer the phone, I say exactly who you're speaking to and who you've called. So my usual spiel is, thank you for calling mortgage servicing. This call may be recorded for training and development purposes. My name is blah, blah, uh, Can I have the loan number you're calling on today? And it's the same spiel every time I answer the phone. So at this point, I'm like, okay. <laughs> The guy goes, he starts his nonsense of he made a payment on this date, and then another payment was taken on the 4th, which overdrafted his account, and he wants to know what happened with that payment. So I said, well, sir, did you have automatic, like, I'm trying to figure out what he's trying to get at with this question. So he goes, um, yeah, I have automatic ACH set up. Or he was like, shouldn't you be telling me that if I have it set up or not? So I was like really confused with how he was talking to me. So then, of course, I'm like, "Okay, give me one moment to look into it." So I'm speaking to the EMS person that's supposed to be helping me, and then I go back to him, and I'm like, "Okay, well, this is what happened. You manually made a payment, and you signed an auto ACH, which means that the pay- which means <laughs> which means that the payment gets auto drafted from your account on the fourth. So, of course, his payment." his manual payment he made on the second went through and then the automatic payment on the fourth went through also. So he paid twice. And I tried to tell him that his second payment that came out on the fourth applied to April 1st to which he said that shouldn't have happened. And then he decided to get pissed off. So of course I go back to the chick that's on EMS because she's waiting for me. And then she goes, um, Then he said something like, well, if that happened, then I want my $25 back. So, of course, I said to him, I'm like, well, now he wants to waive his insufficient fund fee. And she goes, well, tell him that we're a call center and we don't do that. So, he'd have to submit his request in writing. So, of course, I go back to him and I'm like, well, sir, unfortunately, since this is the call center, we can't officially, we can't waive your fee. You would have to submit a request in writing to have that fee waived. And he goes, well, Oh, he goes, oh, you're the call center? I was like, yes, this is mortgage servicing. This is who you're speaking to. And she, he was like, oh, my God, I thought you guys were the bank this whole time. I'm so sorry. Like, he started apologizing, and I wanted to be like, sir, you got me and you mad for no reason because I was mad at you for coming at me at a 1000 and then you fucking back down because you were like, oh, this is not the right person I should be yelling at. Second of all, who's doing business with someone that's cursing at their bank like that? like, why are you cursing at people that are trying to help you? Cause I tried to tell him, I was like, listen, if you made that payment manually on the second, you should have called us to let us know to cancel that payment on the fourth. So it wouldn't automatically pull from your account. And he goes, well, if you saw that I made a payment on the second, shouldn't you have stopped the payment for the fourth? And I was like confused by the question. And then I finally realized once I told him who he was calling that he didn't know who he was speaking to, mostly because I was eating something and I had my microphone flipped up a little bit so he couldn't really hear me. But when I put it back down, like, sir, I still said mortgage servicing. So you heard me a little bit. You heard me a little bit. So he apologized like crazy. And I want to be like, you should be sorry. You didn't even know who you were talking to. And you were yelling at an employee of a business. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought I was dealing with the bank. Da da da. And I was like, yeah, well, you're not. <laughs> anyway. So I was like, you're not dealing with the bank. You're dealing with Mad Mitch, who's going to mess you up. That has access to your address now. No, I'm kidding. I would never do that. Could you imagine? I think you live in Miami anyway. <laughs> but anyway, pull up next to him and be like, hey, Mr. Sansa, you remember when you yelled at me on the phone? Well, what's up? <laughs> like, start some shit for no reason. <laughs> so... Uh, You know, everybody knows how I hate my time of the month. It like knocks me out and puts me in like a coma and a bad mood for at least seven days. So I went, I was running low on feminine products. I'm going to say tampons because we're all grownups here. And if we're not grownups, then you shouldn't be listening to this. So I went to the store to get tampons and I went to Publix. And of course, everybody apparently has light periods now because the light tampons were gone. Even the generic brand were gone. So, of course, I'm, uh, I'm looking around. I'm looking up and down on every shelf, and I don't see them. So I go, okay. There's a box of organic light tampons, which I'm like, last resort, I guess. I'd done so much running around that Saturday that I wanted to just go home. So I just gave in, and I bought those. But can I tell you, before I bought those... There is an extra level of tampon that I am not aware of. Okay, so everybody knows there's light, regular, super, and now there's ultra tampons. So I'm like, hold on a minute. So what you're saying is it's possible for us as women to leak more than we already do. And the thing that I'm being told is, is that's kind of a medical condition, where you have heavy, heavy periods. And I'm like, the solution doesn't seem to be to put more cotton up your vagina. The solution seems to be to see a doctor because there's something wrong. Okay. Why are we going out of our way to put more plastic and cotton up our vaginas if we're bleeding that much? Like that, That's a no-go for me. If I'm bleeding that much, I'm calling a doctor. There's no way I'm putting an ultra tampon up my vagina. That's crazy. And I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like just stick, stick a plant, stick the whole thing of cotton up there. Stick the whole thing. (laughs) It, It does not seem to be a point anymore. But I even, I was even hesitant to buy freaking light organic tampons because I was like, this is really stupid. Like, I don't understand what the difference is, number one. And number two, I think I was talking to my sister Addison about it. And she goes, well, apparently, like the Tampax ones, you're not supposed to buy anymore because there's been a recall on them. And it has to do with the chemicals in the tampons that are causing people to bleed more, requiring them to buy more tampons. So that's what the situation is. So I was like, okay, but it's seven bucks for seven, – seven bucks, not box – for an 18-pack box of tampons. And I'm like, usually this costs me like five or six. But now, as I think about it out loud, I understand why. The cheaper the tampon, the lower the expectation, I guess. But, so I got to tell you, I think my vision is blurring a little bit. Only because I haven't really been wearing my glasses. And every time I look at something, like right now I'm trying to look at the clock over there. And my eyes seem super blurry and i'm like oh great cool i'm aging my eyes by not using them while i'm at work the only reason so here's the only reason why i don't like wearing these glasses while i'm working the headset we have only has one earbud on the side and it's the left side so not only it's ruining my hair i do my hair and it just looks like a huge mistake cuz there's a bump in it now but now now i'm at the point where If I have my glasses there too, that little speaker pad thing pushes on my glasses also. So now I'm getting a double headache. Also, you know, headaches are stupid as hell, man. I drink enough water. I actually bought the Hydra jug, but when my glasses press into the side of my head like that, I feel a pressure I've never felt before in my entire life. (sighs) You ever look at someone's Instagram and be like, wow, you're a dumb bitch? (laughs) <laughs> I was looking at an Instagram because apparently I still follow this person. I stopped recently, but I recently saw. I recently looked at someone's Instagram of someone who I don't speak to anymore. And I kind of was just looking at it. And I was going back in time, just looking at their stuff, being like, oh, how pretty they used to be. And da da da. Not in a mean way, but like, oh my gosh, she was beautiful. And just to see how the behavior and stuff has changed her now. And. I just laugh because I'm like, you dumb bitch. Like, (laughs) I don't do it to be spiteful. I just do it because you don't realize how stupid someone is until you stop speaking to them. So (laughs) that was such a random thought. But, you know, sometimes you have these thoughts that come out of nowhere. It's not even out of a place of malice. It's just like, you know, why couldn't you have been a better person so we can continue our friendship? Like, why did you have to go and be that person? I think I'm really easygoing and easy to get along with until you give me a reason not to. And then it's like, okay, and now I got to pull the Gemini out and pull the bad version out and just be like, are you kidding? Like one of those things where you just pull your other personality out and you're just like, now I got to come out my face at you because you're acting up. That's the Gemini. I'm nice and peaceful like this all day and funny and whatever until I hear something stupid and then I have to angrily start texting someone and all you hear is, that's all you hear. My nails hitting the screen or hitting a keyboard or something, but that's the noise you hear. And Kanye, you're going to have to get over that. By the way, thought of you when I had spicy nuggets today, the Kanye pepper. I still can't believe she said that. That was so funny. I just told my mom that story, too, about the Kanye pepper instead of cayenne pepper. She was like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> hmm. So, yeah, my hydro drug is my new favorite thing that I bought. And I love it because it's, just, it's a half gallon of water, and I don't have to fill it up every five minutes like I had to do with my Tervis, which I retired for the time being. Um, and it's just nice to just have this water all day next to me. Like in the middle of the night, I just like want to splash it on my face. That's my mom yelling at the dog if you heard it because he's whining at her and she won't go. He won't go away. (laughs) So, uh, ow. So this past weekend, this past Sunday, my body, let me tell you, these workouts are killing me because I haven't done muscle workouts or bodyweight workouts in a good year. The last time I did any bodyweight exercise was this time last year, I think. Because I was going to plan a fitness and I was doing the other workouts for like two hours at a time. But like when you get into that groove of like a relationship, you kind of like, man, eh, who cares? Like, <laughs> Like they really do say like you gain weight when you're at your happiest because, you know, you just you'd just rather spend time with that person than go to the gym because you're like, what am I working hard for if they're not complaining about my body, you know? So it was kind of like that, which is, you know, I kind of let myself go, but kind of didn't. And then I started to get back into it again. And then you fall off again. Then you get back into it again. And especially because this time last year, the pandemic hit. So everything shut down and uh, everything's reopening again with certain standards, especially the gym. Remember I was, kicking and screaming about how I didn't want to wear a mask at the gym and now I wear a mask at the gym (laughs) but yeah so that blog Pilates thing is a wreck so my entire body is killing me I can't even sneeze without it hurting I am taking wow what a scream I am taking the day off today to just relax because my body hurt so much in the middle of the night I was tossing and turning and of course every time I start to move some other nonsense happens making my body hurt more So I've decided that today's going to be my day off, especially because I had a cheat meal and it ruined my stomach. And here we are. (laughs) So in any case, I rewatched a couple of movies with my mom this weekend. We watched Wedding Crashers and Silence of the Lambs and Wedding Crashers. You forget that, you know, a lot of that storyline is parallel kind of to the wedding singer because my mom pointed this out and Bradley Cooper's character is, um, similar to whatever his name, something Ghoulia, whatever, because Drew Barrymore's character was going to be Julia Gulia. But of course, you know, that guy turned out to be like scum because he was still hitting on chicks and stuff while he was engaged to Drew Barrymore, which is basically Bradley Cooper's movie, movie, excuse me, Bradley Cooper's character when he's with Rachel McAdams, who Owen Wilson falls in love with. And um, I was watching that and you forget how funny Vince Vaughn is. And I started to wonder, I'm like, some of these actors and actresses, it's like, do these people do stuff anymore? Like, I know things have been shut down and everything, but I'm still looking for entertainment. (laughs) I'm still looking to laugh and such. Oof. Would George Carlin have been alive today? I feel like he was pretty old when he died, so I'm going to guess no. But, you know, comedians making light of things or making a nice lighthearted environment for people going through this pandemic shit is exactly what we need right now. So, um, I, I started listening to Chris D'Elia. Um, I listened to his last episode and I wasn't exactly thrilled. Um, I understand being depressed in a situation where you, you dug yourself your own grave pretty much. You dug yourself your own hole, and you kind of just have to wait it out. Um, But it was very um, interesting to hear him go off a little bit on those people that turned their back on him, because at this point, he's so far into being canceled that he doesn't really care about what he says anymore. And we've all been waiting months and months and months for him to come back. And he finally came back, and he said what he used to be afraid to say but isn't anymore, which is, fuck everybody. Fuck everybody. So in his last episode, he talked about how he had been written out of or replaced um, from certain things, like that movie that was supposed to come out, um, Day of the Dead, I think, or something. Or, oh, no, Army of the Dead, sorry. Sorry. Remember that movie I told you that well, they replaced him with Tignotaro? Well, he said that he he was very upset by the fact that people who he did favors for cut him out of those projects because most of the people whose projects he was in were friends of his and asked him to do those things. And he said that he had gotten calls left and right when everything when the shit hit the fan. Of people apologizing but saying listen we're gonna have to cut you out we're gonna have to cut you out of this project and he was like you know hold on a moment my sister texted me no problem because she finally read my text <laughs> so he said that you know he he doesn't really care anymore that he does not care that he's he goes, Who, nobody cares about these people anymore. Like so many people turned their back on me when everything was going down. And there's people that definitely were afraid to reach out to me because they thought they were bothering me. And he goes, I want to be bothered. He goes, I have nothing going on. And right now, that's how we feel in 2021. We have nothing going on. And we all want everybody to be bothering somebody. Do you see how many posts on social media have skyrocketed since COVID has happened? Like Everybody. Everybody wants to talk to somebody. And that's what we're doing now. We're all just talking to each other. Like that's all we're doing is communicating on social media to each other. Oh, yeah, I'm still fighting with this Tamagotchi, by the way, but whatever. So, um, yeah, it doesn't want to behave. And there's four poops on the screen. (laughs) So I don't know. My last Tamagotchi made it to eight years. So I was, I'm trying to see if I can get it further, but I definitely didn't realize that I wasn't paying attention to it today. So it's probably pissed off me. Um, <laughs> so in watching Wedding Crashers, there were so many jokes that were made and so many things that were done in that movie that it would not have gone well <laughs> today. Just like with How I Met Your Mother, I started watching that again. And I was like, do you know how much shit Neil Patrick Harris probably would have gotten or not gotten because he's gay playing a straight guy who was just chasing women all the time? Like, let's think about that. Neil Patrick Harris is an out homosexual. He has been out of the closet probably a good portion of his life and nobody's cared either way. He's married and has two kids and their Halloween costumes are the best. Every year so far, he's a win in my book. So he's been out and proud for a very long time, yet he played a straight character who chased tail all the time. So it's kind of like, would he actually have gotten shit for something like that because that's not who he is in real life? Or would they have left it alone because he's gay in real life and he's just playing a part? And see, that is the big question because a lot of these people out there are just playing parts and they're getting, you know, they're getting prosecuted or persecuted, whatever. They're getting like canceled left and right. Because things come out about them because they're becoming more famous or, you know, ooh, so-and-so is like this. I wonder if they're like this in real life. No. Just stop. Everybody, including normal people, everybody is playing a, a role in this life, okay? Everybody is doing what they have to do to survive. If we didn't have such a thing as a dollar bill, do you know what we'd be doing now? We'd be doing farmer shit and barter shit, We would not be dealing with this piece of paper that says that this is a dollar or this piece of paper that says it's worth $5 or coins. We wouldn't know what to do with any of that if someone didn't tell us that that was the way of life. We would just be chilling outside all the time, building our homes the way we're supposed to. Now we have people building them for us, blasting music like this garbage all day (laughs) long, But I think you get my point, like, we're going to come to a point in this life, maybe not during our lifetime, but maybe in the next lifetime, where everything's just going to need to reset. We're going to have to factory reset this country. And I'm not talking about riots, I'm not talking about apocalypses, I'm not talking about any of that. But someday, someone is going to go into the White House and be like, enough's enough. This isn't working anymore. This is not what the forefathers signed up for, and this is not how our population should be run. And then someone is going to hit that switch, and everything's going back to zero. And someone is signing that letter of authenticity saying the United States of America is now blah-da-da, and it's going to be renamed whatever, and we're all going to be back to a zero, and we're all going to have to start learning to build our own shit, unless there's people who already know how to do that. I know my grandmother's self-sufficient with her gardening, so she's going to definitely be popular in this lifetime. But like a lot of us, like not many of us know a trade. Like I know how to crochet and stuff, so I can potentially make my own stuff if I finesse it. Um, People out there who are good cooks are probably going to have a good future. I know how to cook too. Like if we start living in communes and stuff, you know, y'all are going to have to figure out how to do this the right way. (laughs) Uh, I don't even know where I was going with this. But, you know, I mean, from one thing to another, like we, this is what I mean, we have to think like big picture items, like a lot of things in this lifetime are big picture. And I like to live in the moment a lot. But then there's sometimes times where I'm like, all right, where do I want to be? Like right now, I'm making money right now. Where do I want to go with this? Do I actually want to stay with this? Am I actually going to keep applying to other jobs? What am I going to do? So, of course, you know what I'm doing? Applying everywhere. <laughs> I am one of those starving masses on Indeed or ZipRecruiter that's applying every every minute I breathe. I'm applying to another job. I'm thankful to have landed one. Excuse me, I had to drink water. My throat is so dry. I'm thankful to have found one and just you know be able to chill with my money. I get paid weekly for now. When I get, If I get hired full-time by this place, it would be every other week, which kind of sucks because I'm used to being able to save quicker. Um, but this job is okay for now. It's okay for now because it's paying my bills, which is the blessing. The blessing out of all of it. So, all right. So back to wedding crashers. My God, how did I even get off of that? Right, because I went on to... Neil Patrick Harris and persecution, and then I don't remember how we got to starting over the country at zero, but whatever. See, my mind just tends to wander a lot lately because I'm becoming more imaginative because I'm reading more for fun than I am for school. I'm reading right now. What am I reading? Oh my God, hurts to reach. The Confessions of Franny Langton. Right now, that's what I'm reading. It's a piece written in slavery times of a slave who is writing about her lifetime, about who owners who her owners have been and how she ended up in a holding cell uh, being framed for her master and mistress's murder. So that's what's that's what I'm reading right now. So in doing that, I think I have sparked something inside my brain that's like, hey dude. You remember that little box that you put your life inside of? Well, let's go this way. (laughs) Let's think outside of the box a little bit. So that's what I'm dealing with recently is my creativity goes off on an, on a tangent. And I'm like, Hey, let's rule this back in. And my brain's like, no, you can't catch me. And then runs. (laughs) And then I'm like, great. But it's time for bed. And then my brain's like, no, it isn't. You remember that thing you thought about three days ago, eight hours and 15 minutes. Well, here we are back again to it. Let's play some games. It's like, no, I don't want to (laughs) play. I don't want to play. I just want to go to sleep. But so Wedding Crashers is pretty fun. And for some reason, I have it in my head that I need to watch the crazies. And I'll explain later. So Silence of the Lambs was the second movie we watched this weekend. And um, we watched, so Silence of the Lambs, let me tell you, is the strangest movie ever. But it's strange in the fact that some of these actors were really only known for this movie. Like this one guy, oh God, I touched the mouse of my work computer. Please don't turn on. Um, Let me see something here. Silence of the Lambs. I forgot what his name is. Let's see. Silence of the Lambs. Who was in this movie again? Oh, my God. Like, I hate it when I try and look up something and it doesn't show me who, who's in the cast right away. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Here we go. So it was in 1991. Jesus. The movie is so old. So what is this guy's name again? I'm looking it up. Oh, my God. Like, where is it? Holy shit. Oh, my God. So annoying. See <sighs> full cast? Unbelievable, dude. Where is it? Where's this guy's name? Okay, I'm at the point where I'm just going to Google who played Buffalo Bill. Who played Buffalo Bill? Okay, let's see. Ted Levine. Oh my God. So, you know, that was the easiest way to Google it instead of just Googling the movie. How stupid. So Jodie Foster stars as an FBI recruit who gets sucked into this case, speaking to Anthony Hopkins character, Dr. Lecter to try and profile Ted Levine, who is called Buffalo Bill going around, skinning these girls to make a, a woman suit because he, I guess, I guess that's his version of being trans. Um, But there's one scene, oh my God, there's one real significant scene in which Ted Levine as Buffalo Bill is singing and dancing to Goodbye Horses by Q Lazarus. And he's dancing around. You see him putting on makeup. You see him putting on like the head or the head hair of someone he took and probably killed, puts it on top of his own hair. And then like, there's one moment where he's like playing with his nipple ring and he pulls it and I'm like, all right, dude, it's a little too, it's a little too much. Like, I feel like it's going to just pop out, which I know that's not how that works, but it's kind of like makes you itchy. So you're like, please stop, stop pulling on it. Stop. And then it goes away. And then he starts, (laughs) he starts dancing. (laughs) Well, no, he's putting on lipstick first and he goes, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. And it's like, dude, what? (laughs) So then he starts dancing and he goes and he's singing and he tucks his penis in and then he like opens his arms in his little sarong thing and he's just naked. And I'm like, dude, did they laugh making this scene? Or was it really like one of those moments where you're like, oh my God, because that guy was so comfortable with his body in 1991 To be showing it off like that. Like, you don't really get many full frontal scenes like that anymore. Unless there's like a MA rating on it now. It's not even R anymore. (laughs) But I know that, you know, Michael Fassbender likes to go full frontal. First of all, keep that to yourself. Because I haven't seen anything with him full frontal. I prefer him pure as Magneto. So... Um, yeah, so me and my mom were talking about it, and I was like, dude, is he, he's not even known for anything else. And then I remembered this argument that me and my mom used to have with my grandmother. Like, we just like to mess with her just because. So she said that uh, Ted Levine was on Monk, I think, as the guy's chief or whatever. And Monk had, like, OCD, but was also a really good detective. I didn't watch that show. I don't care. My grandmother watched it. So we used to mess with my grandmother and say that that wasn't Ted Levine. And she goes, Yes, it is. Like she used to be cursing and all that stuff at us. And I used to be like, Grandma, we don't really even care enough. We're just trying to get you riled up. So So that's we used to laugh about that because she used to make just the biggest thing, the biggest deal. So and that movie, the Silence of the Lambs, is not supposed to be funny. But there's one particular spot that me and my mom laughed at, and I was like, Oh my god, we're terrible people. Some of these movies, it's like in the moment. The first time you see it, probably in that time, is not funny, but like years and years later, after you've seen it and you're like, All right, whatever, you laugh at it because you're like, This was just a movie. So, of course, the girl that he has, his next victim, is down at the bottom of this well and she's screaming. She's like, Ah, ah, like she's screaming at the top of her lungs, like super dramatic and like crying and stuff because. I don't know what he showed her or whatever, but she starts screaming like a maniac. And then, of course, you know, he's like looking at her and like screaming. Um, Like he starts screaming back, but he starts screaming like a zombie. He goes, uh, (laughs) uh. And how can you not laugh? Like he's just like, uh. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then he starts to like pull out his shirt, like, to make it seem like he has breasts. So I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> it's not even nervous laughter. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, You don't sound like her, her at all. You sound like the craziest baritone ever against this soprano. And you're not even in tune to harmonize whatever. You're just making fun of her being upset. <laughs> so that's why my mother and I were laughing at this. Because we were like... Who who wouldn't laugh at someone going, ah, in someone's face? (laughs) So in any case, I then watched, I've been having lulls at work lately, so I try and watch things in between phone calls. So I've been watching, um, I watched 28 Weeks Later the other day, and there has never been more of an I told you so moment than in the first half hour to 45 minutes of that movie. I think it's half an hour. I don't think it takes that long to get into the action. But, um, basically this married couple is holed up in this cottage. Their kids aren't with them. I think their kids were away at the time when all of this shit started going down with the zombies. So this married couple is hanging out in this older married couple's cabin with a bunch of other people. So this woman starts hearing, like they're getting ready for dinner and they're preparing dinner and whatever. And it's very nice. And they're very much together and surviving this thing, whatever. And trying to survive it as best they can with the windows all covered up. So if anything walks by, they can't see into the house and start acting crazy. So they're getting ready to sit down to dinner. And of course, there's some crazy knocking at the door. And um, wouldn't you know it, it, there's a kid outside the door knocking on the door. So of course, the wife in the situation friggin gets upset, like gets all in her feelings. And it's like, we have to let the little boy in. It's just a kid. Dah, dah, dah. So of course, they go let the kid in. And shut the door quickly behind him. And this stupid girl who's been waiting for her boyfriend to come back has not come back yet. So at this point, give up. Okay? Give up because he's not back yet. And the guy who's there in the house with them even says that too. He's like, you know, the only thing he's going to be coming back for is your neck is what he says to her. And that's me saying it nicely because he curses at her because she's acting like a piece of crap. So they they have this little boy in the house, the stupid blonde chick that's waiting for her boyfriend to come back, goes up to a window and like pulls away a piece of newspaper or cloth or whatever so she can see outside and what should be outside is a zombie staring her right in the face. So now she is, in this moment, she gets piled on by these zombies that come in and she, she gets bit, obviously, because she's an idiot. And she immediately changes. Like, it's that quick in this movie. It's zombies on steroids. So, um... They... One by one, you know, they start getting attacked. They started. She starts attacking everybody. And... I think she attacks one other dude and he gets it. But other than that, the married couple with the boy and the older married couple are, the, like, the last man, last men standing. So the older couple flees to the barn. The wife and the little boy flee upstairs. And... The The husband, the younger husband, who's still in the house, tries to follow her and the boy. And then, of course, she gets herself in a situation where they're stuck. He's on one side of the room. She and the boy are on the other side. And these zombies come in between them. And there's no winning situation here. So, of course, he looks at her. And she's calling his name. And he, like, shuts the door. Essentially, you know, saying, you did this to yourself. He said not to let the boy in. She wanted to do it and then there were zombies chasing him the whole time. So that is essentially what happens. So that's there's never been a more I told you so moment than how quickly that happened and spread throughout that entire house. So I love that movie, but I love all zombie movies. I even watched Diary of the Dead, which is the stupidest, you know, first person camera angle movie z- zombie movie ever created by George Romero, but I watched it because I'm telling you, I will watch anything, whether it's good or not. And I'll tell you one thing, I am not watching Grey's Anatomy. That's that's what's not happening. I am not thrilled with how things went. And if you haven't seen it already, I'm not going to spoil it for you. But I have decided to take a break from that. I'm not the queen of anything, so you guys can keep watching. But I was discussing this with multiple other people, and they have also stopped. <laughs> Oh, but going back to 28 weeks later, I really like that movie only because there's a lot of symbolism in it. Like when you think about it, when they discover that the wife has been alive this whole time and the husband goes to see her, um, with the kids, see, this is my thing. So I want kids in the future, but I don't want kids that act like this. So the two kids who have been separated from their parents this whole time, come back because their dad has survived and has been quarantined and he has his own place and he got his life together during this, whatever. So they come back and they find him. It's a a brother and sister combo, older sister, younger brother. So they finally get set up in the home and then they decide that they're going to go wander outside the city limits to, I guess, find their old house. Because they can't go back there because it's not in the quarantine zone. Considering that, you know, there's much danger and rodents and infestations of zombies probably out there. So they're not allowed to be out there, but they go anyway. And they go back to their old home. And guess who should be hanging out in there? Their mother, who has been running from these things the entire time. And the dad had lied and said that their mother had died. And during the incident where they got stormed by zombies at that house from the beginning of the movie. So I don't want kids that act like this. I don't want kids that don't listen, okay? Of course, what the dad did was shitty because he lied and said he watched the mother die and she didn't. And he, um, so he basically lied to them so they never would trust him again. But now these kids have to be quarantined because they went outside the quarantine zone. So now um, the mother is being kept on quarantine and you notice that she has a trait... Or genetic characteristic, which she has two different colored eyes. So what you see when you look at her is that the infection is contained within her, but is not is not active within her. But if someone should come into contact with her body fluids, they would become infected but turn. So she has not turned. Um, The son also has the same genetic trait, which they show you in the beginning of the movie when the kids come not in the beginning, but like when the kids arrive back in London. So the dad goes to see the mother in quarantine in this little cabin thing. And of course he misses her, but like she should have told him not to kiss, not to kiss her because what should happen is he kisses her and he then starts to turn into a zombie in front of her. And she is just strapped down to this bed where she can't go anywhere or escape or do anything. And he essentially starts to turn into a zombie and beat her to death, (laughs) like viciously beat her to death, like punch her over and over again, and then put his thumbs in her eyes until she's dead. Now, a lot of things, metaphorically speaking, come out of this situation. And one of them is that, you know, within love comes chaos, which is true of any relationship. Um, No relationship is 100% peaceful you can think that it is on the surface, but there usually are some things boiling underneath and sometimes it just gets let out and let out passionately, not in like an, I hate you type of way, but I love you. But like, I love you. And let me yell at you for a second so that I feel better and that, you know, where I'm coming from now, me, I don't yell. I don't like to yell. It's for me. I think yelling is pointless. I think it's just easier to speak and get your point across rather than to yell. I come from a family of yellers, and I choose not to do that. I think I take more after my father's side of the family, which is we have a calmer spirit. And I choose not to yell because it hurts my voice. Um, but, yeah, so that movie is really good in the fact that you see Jeremy Renner outside of being Hawkeye, basically doing what Hawkeye does, but with a sniper rifle. Um, He basically tries to help get the kids out. And I forget what the heck the chick's name is, but she's pretty popular now, too. She was in the movie Neighbors. Let's see. The neighbor movie wow 2014 Jesus so what was her name Rose Byrne Rose Byrne plays the nurse that watches after the kids and tries to get them out before they like nuke the entire area (laughs) and Jeremy Renner helps her do that and he sacrifices himself so essentially the two adults who try to get these kids out die but not after putting up a good fight And of course, you know, the whole time that these people are running from the city, the fucking dad that turned into a zombie is chasing the kids. And I'm like, this guy, (laughs) like even after becoming a rage filled monster is still looking to get his kids. And I'm like, yo, you're not even really alive though. So like what part of your brain is still functioning that's like, all right, let's go get these kids. Like, let's go beat them up a little bit and then bite them and see what happens. But I always wanted them to do a third one and they haven't done that yet. And I don't, they probably won't, but it's still something that I would have liked to have seen. Like they could have done 28 months later because they did days, weeks, and now months would have been cool because at that point you would think it would have been eradicated maybe, but who knows? I mean, Resident Evil has been going on forever. Like Resident Evil has been done like seven times over, seven times more than it needed to be. And unless you followed that storyline that great, you didn't really know who the characters were when they introduced them. So like, you know, I was watching those movies and I felt like I was blind for a second because I didn't know who some of these main characters were. And they were like, oh, you don't follow the games or the comics or anything like that. And I'm like, dude, I fucking follow Betty and Veronica and that's it. (laughs) So that's as far as my knowledge goes with Resident Evil. Otherwise, I don't know what I'm talking about. Hmm. I started watching the Jodi Arias thing on Discovery, Discovery Plus. <clears throat> and I, I still can't get over how crazy she was. Like, I probably talked about this already. But Jodi Arias almost converted to Mormonism for this guy. And he was like, well, that's all well and good, but you're too crazy and toxic. So I don't want to date you anymore, especially if I'm, you know, trying to stay true to my faith. And he's like, I'm going to Mexico. I'll talk to you when I get back. And he was going to Mexico with a girl who just considered them to be friends. Like it wasn't even something he was pursuing romantically because they'd gone on one date and were like, nah, we're just going to chill. But since he hadn't invited her to Mexico, Jodi, she was like, oh, he must die. The title of this fucking documentary is If I Can't Have You. And I'm like, okay, that's a song. If I can't have you, I don't want nobody, baby. But in this instance, if I can't have you, no one can. So she basically tries to lie and con her way into saying that they were getting frisky and they got mugged. Like they got they like these two people came in and decided that they were going to beat them up whatever. The chick Jody was unscathed. There was nothing about her that would show or indicate that she had been attacked in the slightest, but her boyfriend died. Like there's no way he was shot and stabbed, like stabbed multiple times, but I'm not done with that documentary yet, but I just thought that was so funny because when they finally book her for this shit, she goes, can I clean myself up before you guys book me? Like He was like, no, we're going to take you how you are, stupid. Like, (laughs) she'd been crying and whatever, and she wanted to make herself look pretty and stuff. And it was like, dude, you're not going to look pretty in these pictures, and here's why. (laughs) You murdered someone and left him to die. Like, why should we let you look better? And that's the mind of a psycho. Because I don't, I have been mad at people. I haven't been mad enough to want to murder anybody. And that's the God's honest truth or the devil's honest truth, whatever, because the devil was an angel before God cast him out. So (laughs) I'm sticking to that story. But, um, yeah, so I've never wanted to kill anybody. I've been very full of rage. I've hurt myself. Um, like I've punched an object before out of anger and hurt my, my fist, I'm guessing my right hand. I can tell you for sure it hasn't felt the same, but, um, that was years ago, but that was only cause I was pissed. And anyway, so that's, that's essentially all I have for you today because I'm not feeling too great, but I'm kind of tired and I think I'm going to try and catch up on some sleep tonight. I'm not even, let me tell you something. We have this stupid group project still. I'm on part two of hating everybody in it and I don't want to be part of group projects anymore. I really don't. And if there's a way I can opt out of it next time and just do my own thing, I'm going to do that with my next professor. Also, this fucking teacher had the nerve to try and shame me for asking her a question on a Sunday. So I'm going to tell you this before we end this episode. I had a project. I had something, a paper due on Monday. Now, I messaged at like nine in the morning on Sunday to ask her, Since I'm in a virtual setting right now, how do you suggest I go about doing my Gemba walk? And the Gemba walk is basically to see where there are deficiencies in your workplace and how you can make them better. So, of course, I already know what the deficiencies are. And secondly, I already knew how I was going to do this paper before I even did it. So, of course, she goes, what I would suggest you do is just go through your manuals and policies and see what you would do from there. Just like, and for future notice, I don't work on Sundays, so I probably wouldn't have answered you until Monday, and you should have reviewed the assignment prior to having messaged me, and I wanted to be like, listen, bitch, although you're right, I don't have an off day. I don't have an off switch. I don't have anything like that. I'm moving 24-7 pretty much, so I'm going to need you to relax. And understand my situation, and know that I work full time, and going to school feels like a full time thing too. And now I have to deal with your stupid attitude. Absolutely not. So, that that's the only shaming she's gonna do. So I am one week away from being done with that course, and I'm so ready for it to be over because she's acting stupid. My group mates are acting stupid because again, this dummy posted in the portal some feedback from the last assignment we turned in and I wanted to be like are we still really communicating through this website is no one really going to do anything else besides here but I give up because I'm just so sick of everybody (laughs) but um I'm not sick of you guys though I love you guys you guys are the best and I appreciate you guys for you know helping me grow my podcast and you gotta tell your friends to listen to this crazy shit But sometimes it's on and sometimes it's off. So it's hit or miss. (laughs) But I love you guys. And thank you for listening to me for another week. And go back and listen to some old episodes if you want some older shit where I sound like I don't know what I'm doing. But now we're in a more relaxed setting. So love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It's everywhere you listen to podcasts, including Amazon Music, which has their own app now, I think. And um guys I will see you next week with some new content and hopefully I haven't lost my mind too much by then because I'm slowly losing it but I love you guys and thank you for listening have a great rest of your day bye guys